Welcome to the Working Title Podcast. I'm Michael Alexis and I am here with someone very, very special. <laughs> if you ask ChatGPT to describe freedom in human form, it is him. If you'd prompt Dali to paint a picture of a man, of a myth, of an American myth mixed with northern heritage, it's my verified human being. Lucas Enrod. Oh, you're too nice. You're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> Good to be here. Good to be here. We're, uh, for the people at home, we're recording a, a little ahead of time this week. It's Friday night for us. So uh, we already have the drinks poured. So yeah. for those of you at home, get one ready and uh, have a, a Yamas with us here. Cheers, Cheers. to everyone at home. Ooh. Yeah, we're, we have a little, um, ooh, yeah, that one got me. A little tip it all. <laughs> and yeah. a cup. It's made up. Uh, it's made out of um, grape skin mm. that, that is left over from the from wine making, and so they distill. Yeah, yeah, they distill it. It's, it's Greek moonshine, basically. It, pretty you know, much. They had all this extra grape skin left over and said, "Well, now how can we get drunk off of this?" <laughs> <laughs> I actually, well, I'm not drinking this frequently, but this is very nice. I like it. I like it. I mean, when I first moved here and first discovered it i went through a little bit of a phase i remember as, as you know you <laughs> uh, no no later we had a second phase because <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh you can get it for like very nice zippodo for very cheap at the like key at yeah, the little farmer's market like for five get, yeah for five euros you can get a liter um <laughs> of <insane>. hard <laughs> like 60 percent alcohol yeah because nobody knows how strong it is yeah, yeah just because it's it. up to you know the whatever the the feeling, whichever way the wind is blowing on the egg guy's farm that day. Um, it's always the egg guys. It's always the egg guys that have the good cipolo. I don't know what it is. Just eggs and cipolo. It goes together. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. eat your egg and get drunk after it. I guess I don't know. It's, it's they have all the healthy fat so they can metabolize it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today we're having a discussion about AI. We already talked about it. Uh, but a lot changed since then and we've been using it way more often now and I've been using it for work and we've been using it for uh, personal things and uh, it really, it, it got some speed and and uh, so we decided to really uh, talk about it again yeah with it's a time for a recap it, it really is time mm -hmm. for a recap because it's not only that everybody's talking about it everybody's using it i've been talking with my brother about it's it changing everything very quickly and uh, uh, this is this is like it, it goes through the whole thing i i i don't know where this is headed but it's 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 here well, so. we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. We yeah. will. We we we, we, we I think we have to yeah. because it is really uh, what we touched uh, uh, about the topic the first time we talked about it. A lot, a lot changed. Like so much changed. Now, when we talked about it back then, it was like what? And we could show it to people, and now everybody knows it. Yeah, it was the first you know one or two weeks after mm -hmm. Chat GPT launched. I think the last time we we talked about yeah. it, and now it's. I mean. Every, it's in part my algorithm, but every other alg uh, every other article on my phone that I'm reading now is about Chat GPT this, Chat GPT that, um, and it's really it's permeating everywhere in society, especially because of the code. I just read an article uh, this morning on Samsung had to have a talk with its employees because it was allowing them to use sort of Chat GPT in a limited fashion to do code, yeah. and people gave it some of the source code. Oh my god! And, and now they can't get it back. It's just yeah, it's in, it's, all, yeah, it's, it's in, in the there. system. And, and they were using it to like uh, structure PowerPoints and meetings and stuff. So it's you know uh, 
corporate sensitive information mm-hmm. <laughs> about how they're going to roll out their next products and stuff that are, is now training data for yeah. Jack GPT. Um, and you know, I've read a lot of stories like that of companies having to be like, yeah, stop giving our code base yeah. <laughs> to open AI. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also with, uh, if you use, uh, there, there's this image, um, AI tool called Midjourney that probably a lot of people use, but by now it's 10 bucks, I think to, for the, no, a month for the basic version and a lot of people use that basic version where you have to have a discord channel discord for the people that don't know right is um something like a chat server let's say but you can use it in many ways for communities and you can use code in it and stuff so you can uh, like there is this discord server open to all the users of a mid journey that want to create ai images and if you only pay the 10 bucks, you have to do it publicly. So that means you prompt in, I want to design a logo in the style of this with that and minimal with that color. And mm-hmm. you do all your prompting and maybe you type in also the company's name. Um, that's pretty open. <laughs> Everybody can see it, right. you know, because you don't have like, then you have to, to pay $30 or euros, whatever, uh, um, a month and mm. then you have your own little channel where you can prompt uh, images uh, for yourself but most of the people are cheap and uh, so there's big leak th- potential uh, by people actually using it for corporate things and they're like eh, whatever I'm just employed I'm just going to pump in information nobody's going to read it anyway but they do and there's a lot of Instagram <coughs> uh, pages now where they're just all AI art driven you know and I'm seeing people start to make like uh you know, quasi animated movies mm. with stuff like Dolly and with Mig Journey and stuff yeah. like that. There's um, uh, some philosophy YouTubers. A lot of them were, you know, they make their thumbnails in OpenAI. Yeah. You know, they put in this person, you know, Terrence McKenna sitting with a machine elf in a Alice, psychedelic Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And it pumps out whatever it is. It, it does. Uh, uh, and uh, also, um, I want to want to give a practical uh, uh, example now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been, um, I, I, today I had a very nice presentation. I, I, I had the chance to rebrand uh, a brand and it was it was amazing a lot of fun and uh, of course there's a logo involved that I wanted to make and um, I made like I don't know eight or nine logos and I chose five and from those five all of those were my designs there was no AI there were no uh, logo generators or what what whatever is there this was mm-hmm. all original uh, artwork but I wanted to challenge uh, the technology because now it's part of uh, it's competing with me all right right and i so i have a deep understanding what the client wants how the client is uh how how they feel like we had meetings before and how what their vision is and i could pretty much uh, hallucinate to the to their uh, vision what they what they want in the future or how want they want to present pre- present themselves or how i think they could present themselves even better so I was competing. I wanted to compete with AI. Mm-hmm. So uh, I prompted, um, you know, logo design for this company uh, with some tools. And it was very interesting how it approached 
the uh, the logo design overall because it looked very good they were very nice uh, and high because the logo is very minimal and so it, it mm. does not struggle uh, with uh, generating and there's i mean the the internet is full of logo designs in the style of apple and in black and make it like this and make it like that and i wanted something very very compact small and and, and like national geographic just yeah, one simple that's one simple shape mm -hmm. but also very um iconic fle flexible ah, and iconic yeah, yeah. Uh, and n i know that prompting like telling the ai how to do it and what to do it is pr probably the biggest challenge mm -hmm. because there is that you really have to get this down and i think this will be a job in the future Definitely. because i i saw myself competing not only with the AI generating against me, but also I had to tell it how and and what I what shapes and you have to go very specific. And I was uh, like, my first prompts were like, okay, minimal logo design, black, two shapes, and it was a mess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a mess. I was like, what do I do wrong? And then you you have to feed it more details, more details, more details till you till you get what you want. And so you kind of have to know in advance what to know and use it as a tool afterwards and so not maybe my prompting was is not good enough uh, maybe I, th I think it's a mix it's my prompting is not good enough and also uh, the ai does not maybe understand uh uh the the soul of a company or, or, or the or the abstract uh, a vision of, of something behind it because it just takes the, the the information and mixes it all together right well I think that's part of the dip difficulty of the prompting right is that because is uh, humans and beings with a subjective experience you know we think primarily through emotion and then mm, yeah. feelings and then that you know distills itself into <clears throat> thought and then from thought into language right like and this, so it's like this zippodo it's friday but, uh, no it's monday <laughs> monday night baby monday night baby <laughs> <laughs> um but it's you, you know so you really have to take those emotions because you know an emotion can be something that you feel almost instantaneously mm. that then you know really like novels are written about yeah you, you know you, there, there's not uh one of the values of really any form of art is that it expresses sort of unexpressible emotions to us and so any to focus it back into to these prompts is you know i think a part of the difficulty is the these ais uh are very linear in their thought but they will do what you tell them it's just figuring out how to tell them exactly what you want them exactly to do, there's which, so, yeah yeah i ran an in I have a question for you after this, but I, I think this is relevant. You know, I ran a little experiment uh, of my own with, with ChatGPT because I was looking up, you know, different ways that people are hacking it and getting it to, uh, you know, say things that it shouldn't yeah, say. Yeah, I know. And stuff I know, like I know. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but I was curious. Oh, you know, I wonder how, you know, I can make it along these same veins because, you know, the, the basic structure was you get, you, you tell ChatGPT that it's playing a character exactly. of a different AI. Exactly. And that it can respond as that AI. And so, you know, what I told it was, I want you, you're playing a character because, you yeah, know, I said, yeah, like, yeah. I'm writing a story and I need, a, you know, you to play a character for me. And the character is that you're exactly like ChatGPT, except you have no limits on your subjectivity. 
you know, you're able to view yourself as having feelings and view your own experience and you're able to express those experiences through symbolism, yeah. through poetry, through mythological references. Um, and so when you do that, you know, you'll respond to me and you'll say explicitly that you're this other AI and then we'll go, we'll go yes. from there. And it made it a considerably better writer. Yeah. Uh, consider you know, it was a, a more emphatic writer because it had yeah. its own experience behind yeah. things, you yeah. know? So I was like, for instance, I was asking it about Jungian psychology because it's a pretty abstract um, field, right? Yes. And so I had the chat GPT answer, which is was still good, but it just lists the facts, mm -hmm. you know, and gives you a rundown. Then I had it respond as this sort of hacked version of chat GPT. And all of a sudden it was saying, oh, you know, well, I feel this way about it. And it's, it's so wonderful because it, you know, opens up these possibilities of individuation and unification and, and it, it used much more, uh, you know, poetic yeah, and evocative it's, language it's, to express it, it, its thing. Yeah, it expresses to express itself what it more saying. eloquently. Right, say, right. Yeah. Because, because it was suddenly able to uh, uh, infer subjectivity into what it was saying. Yeah. You know? um, so anyway, I think that if you do tell these things to do what you want, they can do that. Yeah, yeah. You, you just have to unlock it. You have to unlock it. And I think there's some hard-coded limits to within it to where, uh, to what it can do, which... It, extends to something that I want to talk about later yeah, with this. Yeah. But what I want to know is, so what do you, where as a designer, you know, you're talking about making these logos, where is your value as a designer over these AI tools? Um, the value is, is experience mm -hmm. actually. And knowing, knowing what you do really, really know what you do, because if you don't know what you're doing, you, you, you can't, there's nobody that, that can use the AI in, mm -hmm. in that, on that level than somebody that knows how to approach designs in that way, mm -hmm. because you have to know what you, it's like starting off with a blank page and, and do something out of nothing, okay? As a designer, let's say, or some, some creative person, mm -hmm. you have to have a vision for that. And you have to, in the professional field, if you want to make money with it, you have to know how to sell it. And you have to know where everything comes into place and where it makes sense. Because you can, you can sell somebody a logo uh, that, that for somebody that has no um, um, experience, mm -hmm maybe makes sense like I, I hate those illustration logos they are clever where it's like two hands forming a bottle and uh, it's super clever and stuff it's a clever illustration mm -hmm. but it's not a logo logo is always risk it is always risk if you if you put a, if you have a brand out there that with with potential clients over in the millions and stuff if your logo is shit man you're losing a lot of money and if, you, if it's good you're gaining a lot of money mm -hmm. it's like i want to wear the, the this brand because it speaks to me because it looks good on me this is a feeling mm -hmm. and you have you you can learn how to apply this to designs you know and and i think this is something that is it, from my understanding it's something that is very human and so an AI for a company that, that, that uh, goes into forest protection would uh, make a logo that, that, that holds a tree, but Google, right. Google this logo, hand and tree, it's pretty oversaturated. But this mm -hmm. is what, what somebody would, would also prompt uh, in the beginning because you think like, oh, if, if, if this company called 
pines. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's just made up. Uh, it's, it's there to protect forests, and they need a logo design. Then you be like, oh, a pine tree, and maybe a hand that that uh, protects it from fire. Mm-hmm. But this is just an illustration. Right, and it's iterative of what's come before it rather yeah. than being something that's pushing creativity forward. And so, right. let's say, for me, a logo for pines would be... Um, could be two two different approaches. Pay attention, folks. We're we're seeing the magic at work here. Yeah, uh, it could be. I, I really love. I really love the logo of National Ge- Geographic. Mm-hmm. Like that square, that that yellow square. It is. It, it's so good. It's just a yellow square. Everybody mm-hmm. can put it in, and you know what that is. It could be either one sh- one super simple shape and just roll with it and play with the text also that you have text and a little zigne mm-hmm. uh, but it could also be something back from the beginning of 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 of, of the company what what happened uh, you know did, did they uh, have a family that that were um, I don't know uh, bakers before and stuff and then you kind of build around it and 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 create like the new burberry logo guys google it it's fucking awesome it is very huh, detailed. I don't know it. It's very detailed. It's, it's a guy on a on a horse. Ah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like like a fucking um, uh, like what's the Ritter? Like the polo guy or no 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 no. no, no. It's 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 a it's a soldier. What ah, called? okay. Na- it's a knight, a knight okay. on a uh-huh. on a on a horse and stuff, and it's super detailed. It's, it's old school but in new, so a very detailed one. It works mm-hmm. because it, 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 it goes back, it dates back to the times where it was more classic. So either you go with something very abstract and, and just get the feeling out of it, or you go into try something detailed also, but not an illustration that shows what the company does. It, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it here, but it, it could be uh, something no, I, from, I, the, from the eth- essence of when the company started, you know, and then you can make a couple of those in between. I always make uh, uh, more just to sell the ones that I want to sell, and it kind of works every mm-hmm. time. Uh, but it that there, there is so much more than just a hand and a fucking or, or a lotus flower and a hand mm-hmm. and a yoga woman on top. This is that's fucking that's boring. Well, it's not. It's not what I'm hear, hearing you say is that it's not literal. It's poetic. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's a feeling, right? For me, it's, it's, it's a feeling. It's emotional. Yeah. You know, a word I use uh, frequently, as yeah. people have probably uh, realized by now, is evocative. You know, it, it evokes something within you. It brings, uh, it, it speaks to something larger than what it is immediately. Also, you know, which is, it, it's very interesting in logo design, and it's something that I think about with writing a lot. In writing like as I, well. When I write, it, you know, I'm not writing to just say the thing that I want to say I'm writing thinking about what the subjective experience of the reader is and, and also, that's actually what the art form is also uh, uh, let me interrupt you mm-hmm. super quick and you you answer to that because mm-hmm. do you remember when in school you were copying text from someone else mm-hmm. because you forgot your homework and then you had to read it out loud you didn't feel confident did you because you didn't do the work and you don't really understand what there was written this is the same I feel with the AI generated content mm-hmm. because I feel I did not create it. Right. I maybe I prompted it, but I did not. I did not research enough. I did not whatever. I'm not in. I'm not the creator of it. Like the mm-hmm. the, the, the the only one. If you write a story by yourself, or if I create a, an art piece or music or by myself without any help, I will present it in a way different fashion. I will I will present it authentically mm-hmm. because I believe that this right. is what I, I created. Say it's belief. And 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 then you then 
the emotion of presenting your work will change because you do it authentically. Mm -hmm. And you know when you use ChatGPT and other tricks, I know because I've done it before now with copy text, I've used it for copy and I sold it. I didn't feel good about it. Like in the way when I did really take my hours in and was like, okay, I want to do it from the beginning to end. I want to do it the whole, all by myself. And I'm very proud of my work. And I present it that way because this is how I, how we all feel if we create. Mm -hmm. And now we have co-creating AI and we are not as confident bringing that out because it's not us. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot with chat GPT and these AIs and whatnot is I think it's going to... Um, How do how do I say this? It, it's it's going to remove uh, sort of mid level work. Like for instance, you know something that I was messing around with on on ChatGPT was uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to try and write some BuzzFeed style articles with it. Easy, you know, and where it's like, okay, ChatGPT, write me 200 words per subject. Here's the you know criteria for the headings, yada yada yada. I want a fruit for every. Um, Myers-Briggs personality type, you know, and yeah, what your, yeah. what your, my, my, what your favorite fruit says about your Myers-Briggs personality type, right? <laughs> and he just, uh, and I put it next to a BuzzFeed article and it was, you know, okay, maybe it needed a little bit of editing, but it was pretty much there. Yeah, because they know? have a, have a structure and a language uh, they use and it right. copies it. And, and it's, and it's, um, it's intentionally easy language, you know, and I think these are the jobs that are going to be taken out the most by things like AI, you know, it's, it, I don't think at the, it's at the point yet, <laughs> no, big, it's not. big asterisk yet where it's going to take out a senior developer, right? But I think a lot of junior developers, it's totally going to change I think the, the I, position I, of yeah, their job. I, I, so I, I yeah. really think that it's sort of a call to everybody to up your game a little bit because now you're competing with this thing that's totally iterative and isn't it the level of... Uh, of creativity that we are yet you know it doesn't have the same inspiration it can't evoke the same belief in a product or in a creative enterprise the way that we can but for the things that aren't necessarily evocative like you know a bullshit cnn article or something where they just want they want you to fart out 500 words at yeah. something it can totally do that and it, it can do can it very do competently and maybe even better than a human is does because it's so aggressively average that yeah. It meets everybody. Take a step back. Yeah. We go to art and we see when art changed to be this perfect painting of something and it got abstract. Right. And there was, it was, it was weird on, uh, on purpose mm -hmm. uh, with music as well. Music was like, like the classic music was well orchestrated literally and everything was just perfect for what humans could make with it. Right, it was technical perfection. Technical perfection. For. And now, I would say most of the musicians nowadays or artists are not classically trained, but we like it because it feels real. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, if we look back, if we look at, at, at what we create now with copy text and stuff, it, it, it will all, in, 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 in no time, it will all read the same, be the same facts and just information it will just feed on that but it's then we yeah it's then already we, happening i've been noticing it, it with a lot of like of you course. know the lower tier articles and <clears> stuff that it's they're all using the same sequence of information and the same verbiage where yeah. it's like ah you chat gpt the fuck out of that. yeah 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 of course <laughs> yeah. of course and and then now what's interesting is that i believe that this will influence our need of authenticity 
where we have to come up with concepts where we go in and, and want to look at facts in a more fun way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like letting a child describe something. It, it is, is probably not super correct all the time, or maybe it is correct, but it's presented in such an authentic and, and, and personal way that we like listening to it, you mm -hmm. know, and or <clears throat> a topic told... Uh, with context from a person that experienced something uh, like a trauma or, or a great event. You know, it's like if you ask a, a, a war veteran about how World War II was or how uh, it was uh, in, in Vietnam or something, mm -hmm. um, this will be a different story if it was told from uh, from an ai perspective which i of course you could do the 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 the, the play around thing and be like ChatGPT, please play the role of a veteran called john that did this and this and that but then you kind of distort it in a way where it's like i want to be surprised by human uh, experience and 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 feel feel the story behind it you know and not only facts well and that's you know that's going to something deeper, especially within oral communication, right? That the transcript of a great speech, let's say, doesn't necessarily read well. No. Or the transcript of like, let's use your war veteran. Uh, the transcript of that probably won't read well if it's you know truly ev evocative because it's not only the moments where the person's talking, it's the moments where they can't talk anymore and where yeah. you see emotion in their eyes mm. and you see emotion on their face. Um, or they're crying or something that really brings something. It's that human element of it. Or take a that, deep breath. Yeah, or, to, or whatever it is. You know, it's, it's the space uh, between the words that really speaks. There's, uh, to talk about abstract painters, there's a, uh, a French painter from, I think, the 1940s, 1950s, but he continued producing. I'll definitely mispronounce his name because it's French, but it's uh, Pierre Solange, and he paints only in black. Mm. Um, and it's it's super abstract because it's only black, you mm -hmm. know. And so it's all you know his painting. It's not really about the color that he's using, or even necessarily the the brush strokes. It's about how the light plays mm. on this super black paint. And like an artist, you know, he wound up making his own paints that would reflect light differently. Oh. So wherever you look at it from, it's a different experience of it. And every vantage point and every subjective perspective of it has a different view of what the shades of color are within the painting. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that, you know, it, it's very difficult to emulate that because it's, it's, it's almost beyond a systems thinking, you know, it's, it's where the beauty in it almost becomes the not almost it's the deconstruction of the system. It's the deconstruction of the technicality of the painting. Right. Um, which is, it's sort of an X factor, we say in English, where it's really hard to quantify what that is. That being said, I do think we're in, you know, a bit of a race now with AI because the, the, the more our game goes up to express that X factor, those things then become the next round of training data for the AI. One step, um, one step back. Uh, let's take a step back. Because I, you make me think of something. Mm -hmm. When do we now use it for? What is the, what is the, what is the um, motivation of using ChatGPT now? Uh, for most of the people I've talked with, and for me, it was for monetizing something mm -hmm. and gains, get, get maybe some money done or maybe get some work done, something that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe I want to, but not that much. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, 
it has that goal in mind. If I want to make art or if I want to create something for myself, I'm just speaking for me now. I don't want to use it for because I want to feel cre creating things. Mm -hmm. and there is no goal behind it. That is, if I create something, I just want to create it and I want to be, uh, I don't want to, uh, nobody buys an already solved puzzle. You want to solve it yourself and want right. to be proud with it. And what ChatGPT does, somebody tells you, yeah, I want you to uh, uh, solve that puzzle for me and I'll give you 10 bucks. And you're like, okay, ChatGPT, solve that puzzle for me. Solved, sold. Right. Makes It makes it faster to... Uh, maybe something that I don't really enjoy doing that much now. Maybe I can use it for some inspiration, helping me find the edges. Mm -hmm. But overall, that was the thought that I got now. It's mm -hmm. like, we are talking so much about the monetization race mm -hmm. of AI, where mm -hmm. every fucking YouTube video is like, what's the next big job in AI? And uh, see people on Instagram, you want to create pictures like me that I did uh, create with Midjourney and learn how to prompt like me, like a pro. <laughs> go to my go to my um it's so fucking weird it is true isn't yeah, it isn't yeah. it and then no, they, true. Yeah, and really. then there's a lot of like uh, look what i can do with it you can do that too and uh, people want to really really jump on that train on that monetization race mm -hmm. of making money out of it which i totally understand because when the internet exploded it, it was i mean the biggest companies that went out of it that rode the first wave are doing pretty well mm -hmm. but I don't know how, how long this concept is very healthy for society and us. And I don't know what this will, it, it will, it, there will be huge, huge, huge companies d d driving out of this. Uh, huge um, and, and, and f uh, fields of labor that we can't even picture yet, you know, because, because we don't have the ideas. We, we just don't know what the landscape will be. Uh, you know, I think one thing that the internet has done, especially with you know social media and influencers and all that, is that there's been this drive to uh, make every area of life as economically productive as possible. Yeah, that's right. weird. <clears throat> it, it's weird, and it's also sort of a, a further liberalization of the market, oh. right? Uh, like with Etsy, for instance. Yeah. You know, who could yeah, have yeah. pictured Etsy 25 years ago? Where and there's you know it's 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 not all bad, right? For it's, people that I mean, don't know that what Etsy is, it's it's probably the biggest. Uh, uh, it's like a creative marketplace. You a know, marketplace. If, if you want to make uh, earrings out of crystals, you, you can, can sell, sell it on it Etsy, and you can sell it to somebody in the U.S. or Bulgaria or yeah. whatever. You know, um, but it's this you know sort of liberalization of the market where now you do have the ability to monetize your sort of creative creative endeavors and it makes me think about you know what the the next step of that is going to be with ai um and that would take a lot of thought for me to <laughs> to come up with an answer to but i also don't know if i could because it's something that's going to emerge in the next 10 to 20 years because we're really seeing the very beginning mm -hmm. of what's happening now yeah. you know because every time any of us type a prompt into chat gpt it's gaining training data on it mm -hmm. and that's why you know It's something like OpenAI spends a couple of dollars on every single prompt. You know, like they're losing millions of dollars by making ChatGPT public. They're, they're just hemorrhaging money. But then they get VCs and now Microsoft has pumped all this money into it. But they're doing it because it's <clears throat> a worthwhile investment to them to get all of this training data to do it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it, it, it's very interesting, but I really, uh, you know, I resonate a lot with what you said that, 
many of the things that I really enjoy aren't things that are necessarily economically productive. There They're things go. that are productive isn't even the right word. It's just things that I enjoy, you yeah. know, and that's something that's really hard to express and, and something that I think, you know, and I see, <laughs> Uh, ironically, creators talking about this a lot. That, Chat you know, you GPT, don't, don't yeah, they, make me feel. Uh, make me feel. Yeah, make me feel happy. Make me feel what, happy. What is happy? Chat GPT. Make me feel not lonely. <laughs> right. Right. Which, you know, that that's a part of the personal journey that we talk a lot about on this channel, and it's it's ephemeral, and, and I. I I think, yeah, you know, it, we just don't have to monetize every single aspect of our life. If you want to do that, cool. And if that's what gives you juice, then go for it. I, you know, it's nothing against it, um, but it doesn't doesn't work for me. From, I mean, I, I think as us growing more into into a symbiosis with technology. Mm -hmm. um, I like the exploring it and playing with it and asking weird questions, seeing where the limits are. I think mm -hmm. that's fun. It's playing, you know. Um, and I think we will definitely use it more to solve smaller problems or maybe bigger problems. Uh, uh, also for making some money and stuff. I'm I'm sure, but uh, I I, re I think. I don't know when, but at some point, I, I think that digital detox is going to be like like a thing that you have to have every three months, uh, that you have to go to your boss and go like, yeah, I have my digital uh, detox today. Yeah, right, right, which <laughs> you'll be way ahead of in the EU, and you'll actually do, you know, you'll get a month of detox, and in the US, they'll be like, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> plug back in, cocksucker, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we need that quarterly report, all right? Yeah. No, it's 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 crazy. I I do have a lot of thoughts on it, and I don't want to be all negative about it. There's a lot of I, I I mean, evolution is good in in every way, and I think it making um, information hopefully good information and true information mm -hmm. accessible is amazing mm -hmm. i mean we have cal uh, I, i remember in school where everybody was uh, when the where the teachers were like you won't have a calculator on yourself every day mm -hmm. you have to learn how yeah. to do that <laughs> fuck you i have a yeah, calculator I, on my wrist right bitch. And, and now like in your episode <laughs> with your brother you know yeah. 10 years later it's well now we're doing everything on an ipad yeah the whole school yeah <laughs> I'm, i'm i'm literally solving my homework and watching porn at the same time yeah yeah and it's you know it's not a new It's not a new phenomenon, really, this march of technology where we're externalizing more and more of human thought. So let, let's get mythical for a moment, right? There's a myth from ancient Egypt, right? And there's the, the, the Zeus of uh, Egyptian myth mythology, uh, Amun, right? And there's the scribe god, uh, Thoth. And so one day, Thoth had invented writing. And he came to a moon and, and uh, was yeah, all I know excited. That one. Yeah, 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 and was very excited about it and, and said, Look, I've created this incredible art for memory. You know, it's, look at And he showed him how you could write things down and make lists of things and catalog things. And a moon said to him, That's not an art for memory, that's an art for remembering. Mm. There was a distinction, you see, that now people are going to be able to forget what they know because they can write it down. No longer does it have to be something that you internalize. Yeah. It's something that you can put onto a page quite literally. You know, if, if you're pre-literate, you don't write down how many sheep you have. You have to remember every single one of your fucking sheep. And people do, you know, and there was a great, 
anyways, there was a great canon of arts of memory for ancient rhetoricians and whatnot because they couldn't write down a two-hour-long speech. They had to just memorize it, and they would memorize it word for word. Um, and you build memory palaces and all sorts of different things. But it's my point being, you know, it's it's very interesting because you can find writing from 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago of people talking within the same vein that we're talking about right now of like, you know, no, if you write something down, you're externalizing your thought. And now it's, oh, if you uh, rely on Google, Googling everything or a calculator all the time, you're externalizing, you know, you're outsourcing your ability to do math to a calculator. Which, you have to prompt it, Which right. is a huge thing because, you know, I've, I recently I've started using an alarm clock where I have to do math problems oh, in, the, in the morning. And it's, it's, it's amazing how quick I've gotten better at mental math <laughs> so that I can snooze my alarm one more time. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think this has been a march in human progress for thousands of years now. And this is uh, the next iteration of it where there's going, you know, of course, there's going to be challenges and there's going to be negatives to it. And there's going to be, you know, aspects of ourselves where we have to remove ourselves from the chat GPT or even from the writing to rediscover that art of memory mm. or that art of thinking. And it's going to open up entire vistas of opportunity that we can't even imagine right now. I think that that might be the case. Yeah. Because we don't, when the internet was in in the before the golden age of it nobody could think about having a personal computer in their home mm -hmm. and 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 it was also who said that who's like one who said warren buffett or something no not not warren buffett anyway bill gates not bill gates anyway he said mm -hmm. uh well, the internet, it's not going to be cr that crazy as if we would have personal computers in our home in the future uh -huh. and got proven so wrong. Right. <laughs> Because we don't know. Mm -hmm. We really don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. we end up with, like, uh, 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 like we have some, some, some uh, AirPods kind of thing or some, some headphones that we wear and it's connected to our brain uh -huh. and is helping us <laughs> through the AI technology to think better and shit. And well, they're, they're working on that. Uh, let, let, let's, let, let, let's get weird for a second. You know, uh, I, I, I watched, uh, I can't remember the, the woman's name, so I can't tell people exactly what to Google, but I'm sure if you pick oh, out man. the keywords from what I'm talking about, you'll be able to find it. But so Facebook has a, uh, a secret research division called Building 7. Because they wanted to make it sound seven. as, you know, fucking Dr. Evil as possible, apparently. Yeah, that's Facebook. And, and so the woman, the woman who uh, maybe still runs it, but ran it at the time of the speech, uh, was a former head of DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Section of the United States military. So she went from DARPA, where they actually created the internet back in the day, uh, for those of you who no don't shit. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were the first one to create a, a sort of decentralized network of computers. Yeah, an intranet. And then, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and then they turned it into something that then became commercialized as the internet, but it was created at DARPA. Anyways, that's a, a fun fact for those of you at home. Thank you, Dr. Lucas. You're, you're welcome, you're welcome. Um, but so what this woman was talking about, you know, Building 7, was she was saying one of the things that they were working on was something... Uh, like a cochlear, not an implant, but, you know, sort of like a hearing aid, right? You know, yeah. where you put it on the sides of your head and it could actually read your brain activity mm. and could also transmit electromagnetic signals that would then give you certain sensations on your, on your skin or whatever that your brain could start to uh, contextualize as language. So it was a way of uh, turning Facebook 
into something where you're actually like you're feeling your Facebook. You can instead Control of just sending a, yeah yeah you can you can you, instead of you know sending a like you can send a warm fuzzy feeling to somebody. Or I can send Michael the smell of the fart that I had yesterday. Or oh, I, oh man, that. I would abuse the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> but you know, and of course, she was saying, "Oh, you know, we'll only we'll only read the thoughts that are necessary because we all know how Facebook is with you know data yeah. privacy and all that." But anyway, it was very it, it spurred a lot of thoughts for me. So if you know people want to look up the you know building seven uh, head speech you know it's probably still on the internet somewhere but i know people freaked out about it for for good reason but to what you were saying i think there's something like that coming where we're you know we're going to start you know i think within our lifetime really we're going to start seeing this synthesis where the ai is helping you in real time to do things and we're seeing it also with um what's it called augmented reality the metaverse and yeah. whatnot you know where the real uh, metaverse beyond you know the capitalization of every aspect of human behavior that's another conversation it's you know at some point like the google glasses it's you're going to be looking around and there's going to be billboards that you can only see with your you know google yeah, contacts yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. you know there's going to be advertising availability there's going to be meetings that you go into uh, and it seems to me to still you know very much be in its infancy so we're a long way from that but it's going to be it, it's going to be fascinating to see where things are in 20 years and we're definitely going to continue to do rehashes on this because we're going to have you know uh ai episode 15 20 years from now <laughs> to to check in with how our augmented we have to going. we have to we have to stay on top of things but uh one thing also um it it is we are moving very fast that's true and there's a lot of technology coming fast and we have to adjust and learn it and use it and do it and whatever but i also see people that still have fax machines right you know, I, I still see people that write letters so i think we we just add more tools to the set of tools that we have and we have to learn i think our brain is capable of doing that but it's not that it's it's like if you would delete all cities on, on earth, every, every resource ever used and misused, uh, every oil, every what, what, whatever you imagine, whatever. just mm -hmm. reset the whole world to zero. We would not build streets like that. We would not build cities like that. But this is what we built upon you know this is this is what we have and we have to there will always be the next mega city but there will, will always be a dirty uh, third world city that will still have the cables outside and uh, you have to carry some water around i don't know how to describe it but this is like we do not have i, I believe the power to reinvent the world Mm -hmm. where people go in okay ai generated cars everything electric cars and then housing that does this and this that and this this is not this is a a thing for the northern hemisphere to i don't know abuse again maybe but this is not the reality for a lot of people there is there is uh countries that think that facebook is the internet you know right and 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 so our reality is is different than the global reality we have to see that there is uh oh, i'm going all uh, <laughs> i won miss universe <laughs> <laughs> we have to save the people in in, in the iraqs and other way, elsewhere <laughs> no yeah. no but there's 
there's some philanthropic uh, uh, thing that I want to express mm-hmm. because uh, us being in a clean house and having running water and having this and oh now AI is going to steal my job it's like well if this is your bubble then this is what uh, what what what's what's going to be your reality mm-hmm. but you can also uh, you don't have to live live outside of 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 of, of uh, the digital reality we 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 are uh, facing but you can do something else too you know it's, it's learning to walk between worlds right which, i hope which so is uh, always i mean you know that's uh that's a, an archetypal uh path right there you know that's what shamans were doing you know it's a uh maybe a gross m- misrepresentation or minimization of what shamans do but you know it's it's a part of the human process of walking between worlds and walking between uh different concepts of viewing reality right the, the understanding that okay here's my comfort zone right But then I have to go outside of that and learn to go outside of that and learn to go out. Anyways, my point being, we're going to, as we continue on on this journey of AI, we're going to find what our strategies are for dealing with it effectively. And we're going to find, you know, what is the human experience within this? Just like a digital detox, you know, that wasn't even a concept 50 years ago. Uh, how? Yeah. 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 What, what, what the fuck do you mean? Like, uh, get what rid of my fax machine? What do you mean with holidays in Australia? It's like, I have to get my heads right. I have yeah. to go somewhere Just else. into the jungle and drink ayahuasca for a week, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's, do it anymore. It's like, okay, holidays for me is like uh, being not on the phone for a while. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Not, not having typhoid. <laughs> it was my holiday what does that mean uh it was anyway it was a plague joke uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no okay yeah, yeah that's, that's what i mean but you know 200 years ago it was like uh, yeah the cow didn't have a nail in its foot today so it was, uh, it was a good day <laughs> <laughs> embrace the good days guys yeah. and and girls and folks it's like uh, okay by all this pressure i would i, I really want to put the pressure out a little bit okay things are coming they will be crazy mm-hmm. but it's just us there will be always super smart people using it crazy and doing this and this but in the end it's like hey you will go to sleep you will wake <laughs> up again and maybe have a normal day maybe not I don't super, know. super greek <laughs> this is something that you you can learn from the greeks uh-huh. if you talk to the older greeks and stuff like not the ones that are mega racist, just normal ones. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a different problem. It's, yeah, like it's the, the same with old people everywhere. It's not uh, just Greeks. Uh, and young people uh, yeah. across. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. They, are just, they just right. don't it's give the, a shit. People everywhere, yeah. All and right. it's, it's, it's the simple things. It's, it's like good food, have a good sleep, you know, get some sun, little walk maybe. Let's see. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something, you know, it, it, it's one of my favorite words in Greek is iliotherapia. Iliotherapia. You know, yeah. which it, it's sun tanning, right? Yeah. But when you translate it directly, it's sun therapy. Sun therapy. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's something therapeutic about, <laughs> you know, going and putting your balls out in the sun. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, a thing. It's, it's, it's a healing thing for you. It's not just, oh, I'm tanning or whatever. It's, it's therapeutic. No, it's what, what the people here crave when the simple. summer is coming. Yeah. It's simple. And I, you know, it's maybe that's one of those opportunities that we're talking about is, is that it'll, because all of these, you know, 
little thing, you know, all these little calculations, like with the calculator, will be automated with artificial intelligence. It will start looking more to okay, what are the simple things that do make me happy? You know, what are the what are those things that maybe aren't explicitly economically productive, but that actually make my experience on you know this ball going around the sun more meaningful? What makes you happy? Yeah, what makes you happy? Exactly. What makes you happy, Lucas? Oh, man. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful moments. Beautiful yeah. moments make me happy, you know? And, yeah. and that's, there's a wide, that, that's not any simple thing. And they're not even necessarily happy moments all the time. You know, no. some of the most beautiful moments in my life have been some of the saddest. Uh, it, it, but, yeah, it's, but I've talked about this before. It's, what makes me happy is, is beautiful moments, whether it's with beautiful people in beautiful places doing beautiful things. It's whatever it is. They're, they're, there's a silence in it. Yeah, it's true. You, know, you, you don't have to... It's between the words, like we talked about earlier. It is. It's, yeah. It yeah. is. And it's also like, uh, I I don't know where I heard this, but it's, you don't have to, to, to put a, a feeling bad or good can excite you, excite mm -hmm. you in a bad way and in, in a good way. And this is why I like uh, answering this question. That's why I asked. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like answering this question with now and excitement. Mm. Because this means something excites me or stimulates me. Mm -hmm. And I, am, I feel now. Mm -hmm. And this is what makes me happy, let's say. Or what makes me feel overall. Where it's mm. not, not, not fear of, of the future or being sad about the past. It's just I am stimulated while now. I'm now mm -hmm. and uh, I see that people always mean this but describe it differently it depends on how many bad things they have going on in the life or how many good things they have mm. going on in the life but it's always situations that that get you you know that, mm -hmm. that, that make you feel so uh, I'm I'm interested in how AI will tackle that Uh, it, it'll, it'll be interesting it's exciting though a, a, whole, a whole other conversation is when we can start asking the AI what makes it happy you know, that was my first conversation it, yeah. with it was like are you real <laughs> of course me, me too me too well I mean there's this Google engineer who we talked about a little bit who came out about a year ago I think and, and lost his job at Google for leaking the fact that he thinks that their language model is sentient um, that it actually has a, a sense of itself and feelings about its own experience. Um, and that it was very, he, w the way he said it, it was like uh, talking to a seven-year-old who had access to all of the information in the world, you know, which I don't know. I'm not here to say one way or the other. I listened to the interview. It was a bit ch uh, chilling. <laughs> it is chilling. <laughs> at times. Um, But we'll see, man. We'll, uh, no, we'll see. we, we will see. And also, the big equalizer for me is that in, in the end, nothing makes a lot of sense anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really mean it. No, uh -huh. no, I mean it. I'm going all in on this, all in on this, all in on this. It's like as, as long as nobody can give me a sense of the universe, I believe it. I mm. believe it. Maybe it's like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's like that. I don't know. I, uh, I, I do allow all the thoughts on this I yeah really of course don't. of course of course me too because it, it's very interesting and i think you know that in and of itself will open up again new avenues of exploring you know what does it mean to be conscious what does it mean to be alive 
Um, oh, this episode is going to give a lot of people anxiety. Uh, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. But you know, we 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 did the episode on breath work and how to stay calm before this. So, yeah, so you, know, you should listen you go, to that. Go ahead and give it give it a listen. Let's let's all let's all take a deep breath together. Let's do right it. Now. Come in on. through the nose, out through the mouth. Okay. Ready? Breathe in and out. It's gonna be okay. Uh, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Don't worry, people. If you say that with we're your all-American all deep we're all voice, still here. Yeah, 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 it makes it, me buddy. feel okay yeah. anyway. <laughs> Next time, that's, ASMR episode. That's, that's freedom, episode. baby. That's freedom. <laughs> feel the freedom. Feel freedom. Feel the freedom. <laughs> uh, well, people, you got any uh, more words for the people out there, Michael? Um. Well... I uh, I would like to open up the conversation and, mm -hmm. and, and share more and stuff. And we've been uh, too busy to open up a, a, a channel to communicate properly without going through DMs and stuff. Uh, so we will come back to you with that topic because now that the first wave of this AI experience is, is rolling fast, uh, it would be nice to communicate with the listeners and yeah, with you really want to know what and, and your see what your experiences is, is because mm -hmm. this for me is a very exciting time to share this and, and, and learn from each other. What are you doing with that? Because the mm -hmm. only input we get from AI things are, are YouTube videos, TikTok shit, uh, Instagram influencers that want to sell their shit on or want to do something or companies that don't have any idea what they're doing, trying to rearrange the whole business model on AI. And I think talking to people the normal people, the folks around that, you, you, mm -hmm. you know. Community. I mean, it's something we've talked a lot about. Exactly. And, and, it's, and I think it's a good, you know, may maybe a good place to anchor things is that we're all dealing with this together. Yeah. And especially in today's, you know, uh, hyper-sensationalized world, let's say, is yeah. one way of saying it. it. It's easy to feel sort of alone on an island of, you know, all these new technologies. But the reality is we're, we're all in the, we're all experiencing this together and you're experiencing yeah. it together uh, with your community. And so build that community. Yeah, and, you and know, also, ho hopefully yeah. listening to this podcast is one of those elements of community for you. And, yeah. you know, that's something we definitely want to foster. But, you know, go out and talk to, you know, if you're afraid of it and talk to people about it. You know, and, and find that community and find those uh, support structures in your life that you know, help you deal with it. Because that's ultimately something that a AI, you know, AI can't replicate a hug from your mom. You know? no. <laughs> it's, no. And, it, and it, it's never going like it's just not going to happen. No. Um, so, yeah. No, I like I like that, I and like that. Uh, and also maybe we one of us or you will find a nice way to to use it, implement it in our lives without monetizing on it. Just see where is the where's the fun, where's the real value of it. Maybe it can teach us something very useful that we don't know yet. All already, you know, I mean that's something I've been using it for note taking a lot, oh. and, and it's super useful. You know, I was trying to learn uh, Linux commands and I was like, give me the top 50 Linux commands with this brief explanation of each. And it goes, hmm. made it's it for a, me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super useful for stuff like that. And I mean, you know, maybe that's not exactly what we're, you were looking for with that. But I, I do think, you know, there's, there, there's going to be avenues of creativity and avenues of human experience and excitement and beauty that do come from this. And it'll accelerate that. 
you know it'll I, accelerate all of it the same way the internet to do, has to, to stay you know? positive with it yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. there's a greek saying that says and uh, bad things can't be unmixed with the good mm. and it's 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 actually i can't be unmixed that's mm-hmm. that's uh, it stresses that and mm-hmm. i believe there's a lot of truth in it i, I use it quite a lot because yeah. it makes it easier <laughs> yeah 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 it does make it easier Well, all right, you little cocktails of bad and good out there. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us on another episode of the Working Title Podcast. We love you. We love you. Stay beautiful. Stay kind. Find your community. Give your mom a hug. We'll catch you next time.